Yo, what is going on, everybody? My name is Nick, or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys Week 10 quarterback rankings for fantasy football in 2020. Inside of this video, we are going to be discussing the top 20 quarterbacks for week number 10 of the 2020 fantasy football season and going over why I have them ranked in each and every spot inside of these top 20. Before we get into it, I'd like to ask that if at any point inside of this video you end up enjoying it, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. Not only is it free, I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship. And real quick, before we get all dirt are all down and dirty for this video. I'd like to give you guys a quick word from my friends and my sponsor over at OverlayDFS.com. OverlayDFS.com is my favorite place to play daily fantasy sports, especially here on the Matchup Shop. Now, they also offer progressive bonus games that you can also play as well, the tournament that's also on the top of the screen, but I may mostly play in the Matchup Shop game variant on OverlayDFS.com. It's so simple. Pretty much, you got to choose between the matchups. This is for Thursday night tonight. They typically add more than this, so there may be a little bit more than these matchups when you actually log on on Thursday night, but the lines do end up moving, so you want to get them right when you see them because the lines do move just like in real sports bets. Pretty much what it is is player versus player fantasy football. Who scores more fantasy points? Derrick Henry minus 8.5 or Janu Smith plus 8.5? Who scores more fantasy points? Ryan Tannehill minus 5.5 or A.J. Brown plus 5.5? It is that simple. You guys do research all week long to win your fantasy football league. So why not win some cash on the side on OverlayDFS.com? And we are back. Let's get into it. Week 10 quarterback rankings for fantasy football in 2020. We begin with quarterbacks 1 all the way through 12. Coming in at number 1, we have Kyler Murray going up against the Buffalo Bills. And at number 2, we have the quarterback in the same game, Josh Allen at the Arizona Cardinals. Now, why do I have these guys as the 1-2 punch to kick off the beginning of the rankings for this week. For one, Kyler Murray look, looked electric up against the Miami Dolphins, even in a loss. Even in games that Kyler Murray is losing, he still plays well, and that is just frankly what this matchup is going to be. Regardless of which one of these motherfuckers ends up winning, typically both quarterbacks will be able to get it done in the game. Josh Allen has looked very, very, very good the last couple of weeks as well. After kind of hitting a midpoint in the season where it was a bit disappointing, he has also had a bounce-back couple of games. Kyler has been unreal thus far this season. And both him and Josh Allen have upside to use their legs as well as the rocket arms that they whip out during these games. So I think Kyler Murray and Josh Allen in a very high scoring game between those two teams are going to be my number one and number two quarterbacks on the week. And number three, we have Mr. Discount Double Check, A.A. Ron Rodgers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. And this game just screams murder on the gridiron. Aaron Rodgers is going to murder the Jacksonville Jaguars, Carol Baskin style. This is going to be a bloodbath, but the other team is not going to fight. Well, actually, I think the Jaguars are going to fight back, but it's not going to be a true fight back. It's going to be like uh, where Aaron Rodgers skull fucks the team, and then like in the fourth quarter, Jake Lutton throws like three fucking touchdowns, and the, the game's already over. But Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to put up another good game, just like he did last week up against the San Francisco 49ers. And number four, we have Russell Wilson at the Los Angeles Rams. So Russell Wilson, just like Aaron Rodgers, are one of those guys that are up there in the MVP conversation for the year. Which one will it be? I have really have no frankly or no idea, frankly. But Russell Wilson at the LA Rams. This one also calls for a shootout, a 1v1 here between two teams that know how to score fucking points and two teams that don't have the greatest defenses now the Seattle Seahawks defense frankly sucks fat goddamn hog the Rams defense is all right they obviously have pieces like Aaron Donald and guys like Jalen Ramsey but again Russell Wilson is built different so it won't be as much of a deterrence for him if 
Mr. Goff can score on the other team like I believe he should be able to. This one is going to be a certified shootout with both quarterbacks put up a decent amount of points. We're going to be talking about the other quarterback, Jared Goff, in a little, little bit. At number five, we have Justin Herbert, the pervert, at the Miami Dolphins. Horsecock Herbert has been unbelievable for fantasy football. In real life, all this man does is take L's, but it's all right because for fantasy football, you don't get any points if the guy wins or loses. It does not matter. Up against the Miami Dolphins, this one is going to be a decently high scoring game. Kyler Murray looked very good up against that defense last week, even when his best weapon in DeAndre Hopkins was shut down. Justin Herbert has been just chucking the pigskin all over the yard as of recently. Has been in so many games where he probably should have won, but the defense completely choked, just decimated him, screwed him over. And last week, uh, Perham, I believe his name is, just barely doesn't control the football through the ground so that they lose the game. I'm not too sure if that was the right wording, but pretty much he didn't have the ball, or whatever the fucking rules are, he had the ball in his hands, but he didn't make some type of a move to contain the ball to where he scores, so he doesn't score, and then they lose the game. But Justin Herbert played well in that one. I think he plays well again this week up against the Miami Dolphins. At number six, we have Deshaun Watson going up against the Cleveland Browns. Now, this one also seems like it could be a very high-scoring matchup. The biggest worry, though, for me with Deshaun Watson is the fact that the Cleveland Browns defense for one week actually looks healthy. They haven't been healthy at all thus far this season, really, aside from, like, week one and two. The whole defense has been beat to shit, but I think Deshaun Watson is going to still be fine in this game, even if the defense is going to be healthy, because Deshaun Watson does Deshaun Watson things and scores fantasy points. At number seven, we have former NFL MVP, the Madden curse, Lamar Jackson, going up against the New England Patriots in New England. Now, normally, I'm not some type of a guy that's going to call for a Madden curse, but it seems like this is the most prevalent Madden curse I've ever seen. Lamar Jackson says the defense knows what he's going to do before he even snaps the ball. Really? They know that you're going to run the ball because you're too much of a pussy to throw it? Lamar Jackson, you have to fucking throw the goddamn ball before people start throwing tomatoes at you when they allow people into the goddamn Baltimore Ravens Stadium because you are not looking good at all. I still believe he is a great NFL player, and I really do think he has the potential to be the best quarterback in the NFL, but I have no idea what the fuck this man has doing as of recently, which severely takes my confidence in him in this game lower. So he's quarterback seven on the week. And number eight, we have Jared Goff, the Goffinator, going up against the Seattle Seahawks. We talked about it earlier. I think this matchup is going to be a back and forth affair. I think Jared Goff gets it done in this one as a top eight quarterback. But again, the biggest issue with Goff is you're either getting Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees-like play out of Jared Goff, or you're getting Mitch Trubisky. You're getting Mark Sanchez. It's either one or the other. This guy is never middle of the road Jared Goff. He is either fucking one of the greatest quarterbacks you've ever seen grace the football field, or he looks like a guy that shouldn't even be allowed to legally stand behind the center and get a fucking snap shot his way. So with that said, I like Goff in this matchup. Let's just hope he doesn't Goff it up here in this matchup. At number nine, we have Tampa Bay Tom Brady at the Carolina Panthers. Now, I know what you might be thinking, Nick. Tom Brady literally got down on his knees and got completely mouthfucked by Drew Brees and friends in New Orleans last week. I agree. I agree. He looked terrible. But what I know about Tom Brady from all the years of watching this man play in my division, I'm a Dolphins fan, was that this motherfucker doesn't just lose and then just keep losing. He will lose last week, and it will fucking fire this man up. He's been thinking about it since he stepped off the field, and he is going to go into Carolina. And he is going to lay the smackdown brother like his name was the Hulk 
Hogan, the Hulkster, Hulkamaniac, Hulk Hogan. I think Tom Brady goes in there and plays well. But obviously, there is some kind of narrative around this game. Is Tom Brady washed? And again, that fires Tom Brady up. So I think he's going to do good. So I got him at quarterback nine. At number 10, we have Carson E to W Wentz at the New York Football Giants. And Carson Wentz has actually been pretty good down the stretch of the season. And for some reason, I'm going to believe in him. This game, to me, screams a game Wentz loses. The more and more I've thought about this, the more I feel like Wentz is going to get the wrong side of the stick, and the stick is going to go directly up his ass. But he has looked good as of recently, so I'll continue to believe in him for fantasy football. Quarterback 10 on the week. At number 11, we have my favorite quarterback, my guy, my franchise quarterback, Tua Tungavailoa, quarterback of the Miami Dolphins, going up against the Los Angeles Chargers. This man played lights out up against Kyler Murray last week. And you can't tell me any other way. This guy played the best football he could play to win them the game. And they fucking won the game. Two tutties over 200 yards. What does he do up against the Chargers? I think he does better. I think he ups his echelon. The first game he played up against the Rams, he didn't do shit. They won. Last week, played good. They win. This week, he's going to play amazing through the roof. And they win. I honestly wanted to put him higher in the rankings, but I figured that you guys would call some type of bullshit based on my fandom of putting him up there. I base this strictly based on how I see the game going to happen in my real lens. I take the Dolphins fan lens. They're out the fucking window. In reality, I think two is going to play a good game here. I think this one is going to be a close matchup. Would I be surprised if the Chargers won? No. Not at all. The Chargers have lost so many games that they should have won that they're bound to win one, and it'll probably be this game if they do end up winning one soon. But the defense sucks. Tua looked really good last week up against a better defense in the Arizona Cardinals, so I'm going to believe in Tua, put him as quarterback 11. At number 12, we have the man who dominated Tom Brady like 50 shades of fucking gray style, bending him over the table and spanking him until he called Uncle Drew Brees. San Francisco going up against the San Francisco 49ers this week. We saw Aaron Rodgers bend over the 49ers defense last week. And I think we might see the same thing out of Mr. Drew Breezes in this game. I expect Michael Thomas to have a very big game in this matchup. Now on to quarterbacks 13 through 20. So if you guys have ended up enjoying this video thus far, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. At number 13, we have Big Ben Roethlisberger up against the Cincinnati Bungles. This screams big game for Big Ben Roethlisberger, though I do think James Conner will be a lot more involved in this one and kind of steal away some of those points from Mr. Big Ben Roethlisberger. But we really haven't seen this game yet out of Big Ben where the man just dices up a defense and throws him on the fucking grill and throws five touchdowns. There's always that one game every year where you're like, Big Ben is back. He's the Big Ben from eight fucking years ago, or whenever he the prime Big Ben would be. I would say my lifetime, the prime, or not my lifetime, he's been in the fucking NFL my whole life, but I didn't really watch him when he was obviously a rookie in the fucking league. I was like five, six years old, so my percent, maybe even, I think he was in the 2004 draft class. I could be wrong, so I was four years old, but with that said, the again, if I'm wrong on the draft class of some guy who's been playing my whole life, I apologize, but with that said, I think that Big Ben... He, he's not in his prime anymore, obviously. He's far past that. His prime was probably his Super Bowl win or a couple of years ago when him and Antonio Brown were just on fire like 2014 through 16, I would say, would also have been a part where you can describe his prime. But he's far out of the prime. But Big Ben still, every single year, just has that one game that makes you think Big Ben is back. Big Ben is this guy that he used to be. 
and he never is. But with that said, I think this is going to be the perfect outline that's been drawn up for that big game. Quarterback 13 on the weekend. Number 14, we have Derek Carr up against the Denver Broncos. Quarterback of the Las Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr has been a baller. He's been balling on the weekend like usual. Derek Carr has been looking like Derek Carr, vintage Derek Carr from 2015 when he was looking like the MVP of the fucking league before they carted his ass out when I had him on my fantasy team. I love you, Derek Carr. Derek Carr is the best Derek Carr we've seen, in my opinion. I don't think he's the best quarterback ever, but I think in this matchup up against the Denver Broncos where you can see both teams putting up a decent amount of points, I go with Derek Carr in this matchup. I like him more than Locke, but we are going to be discussing horse cock through Locke in about a minute. At number 15, we have Baker Mayfield going up against the Houston Texans. I think Baker is going to do his best chef impression and cook up the Houston Texans defense. I do worry, though, the reason why he's further down is due to the fact that I feel like they're going to try to run the ball a lot in Nick Chubb's return game. With that said, I still think he'll be able to air it out just enough to be a top 15-ish quarterback, though I would have felt a lot more comfortable with playing Baker as potentially a top 12 guy had we have seen Nick Chubb not return in this matchup. At number 16, we have Horsecock Drew Locke at the Las Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr, not Derek Carr, Drew Locke. Horsecock Drew Locke, that is, has looked very good uh, as of recently. Drew Locke is kind of one of those guys who you just can't let him get hot, right? Drew Locke, he's had, he's played what now? Maybe this is his 10th game ever in the NFL, right? The jury is not in on Drew Locke. Is he good? Is he bad? Who knows? All I know is that Drew Locke has to win a certain amount of games so that he doesn't get canned for a guy like um, Trey Lance, uh, Justin Fields. They're not going to be able to get the number one pick to get Trevor Lawrence. So he needs to win a certain amount of games to kind of lock in his job. I think he's good enough here to play well up against the Raiders in a high-scoring game because the Raiders' defense doesn't look that great. The Denver defense doesn't look that great. And what that typically causes is when you have two offenses that are pretty good— a high-scoring matchup. At number 17, we have Big Dick Joe. Joe Burrow at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, this is about the scariest matchup you could have Joe Burrow in. The Steelers' defense looks too legit to fucking quit. Except for last week, up against Gucci Gilbert, or whatever that guy's name was. Gucci the Nucci didn't look that good two weeks ago. Then this Gilbert motherfucker comes out of nowhere and plays good up against the Steelers. But I don't think that's going to happen here. I think Tomlin is going to wheel and deal the fucking dial-up a nice blitz to get Joe Burrow on his ass multiple times and to hold him out of being a top 15 quarterback on the week. I do love you, Joe, though. Quarterback 17, my favorite rookie, though, obviously, Tua. Number 18, we got Teddy Throsvelt. Teddy threw two gloves. Teddy Bridgewater going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, Teddy Bridgewater has been a relatively safe quarterback thus far this season. He really has never had a game where he completely raw-dogged you right in the ass. And I don't expect that to be this game, but again, I expect Tampa Bay to play angry, and I'm not sure Teddy Bridgewater will be able to get it done in this matchup. At number 19, we have Cam Newton, who finally won a game after not winning for what it felt like was years from now, going up against the Baltimore Ravens. He beats the Jets last week. Please no one make the mistake of buying into Newton again. That was the perfect matchup for Newton to play well, and he did. Now he gets the Ravens. Very tough defense. I'm not saying Cam is going to play complete dick in this game, but I don't think he's going to be worthy of a start this week in fantasy. And closing in, Mr. Irrelevant, even though there's a bunch of other quarterbacks behind him, 12, that is, to close out the top 32 at quarterback. At number 20, we have Danny Dimes, Danny Stumbles, Danny Fumbles, up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, will he stumble down that wall like Humpty goddamn Dumpty? I don't know. But what I do know is Daniel Jones has looked all right enough for me to be worthy or for him to feel worthy enough to crack the top 20. The guys behind him are just a bit scary like Terry McLaurin this week. So I'm going to go ahead and keep Danny Dimes here at number 20. I don't love him. I don't hate him. 
Just indifferent, going to play all right this week. Quarterback 20. So thank you guys all so much for watching. Let me know your guys' rankings down below. I hope you guys have a great rest of your guys' day. I do love all of you motherfuckers. I'll see you guys a little bit later with the tight end video. Again, make sure you guys share out overlaydfs.com. Link down below in the description. I'll see you beautiful bastards later with one more banger of a video. And see you beautiful bastards on Sunday as well in the live stream. I love you all. As always, stay safe. Good boy.